1: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: It's a Big fly.
3: Nolan Arenado Driving jam time. Can the Billikens
0: win this one. Touchdown, Kansas City. Welcome back to Sports on a Sunday
3: Morning on America's Sports Voice. KMOX. Welcome back. Sports on a Sunday morning on KMOX. Tom Ackerman with you. Very pleased to be joined by a fellow St. Louisan, Joaquin Buckley, who's going to be fighting a middleweight bout UFC Saturday, this Saturday, December 10th, against Chris Curtis at T-Mobile Arena UFC 282. And what a pleasure to be joined by Joaquin Buckley. How are you?
2: How you doing
3: sir? How you doing man? I'm doing great. I'm excited to see this. Now, here's the thing. I was just telling our dear friend Drew Young, our producer who set this up, that I am going to be in Vegas that weekend. Uh I'm I'm going oh, nice. to see uh Indiana play Arizona. So, okay, I don't nice, know, nice, maybe nice. I might have to make this a uh, you know, a doubleheader. Maybe I do that.
2: You uh, drop by and you know, watch me fight. You know, because I don't think you want to miss out on this historic fight that I, that I plan on
3: putting on. I don't so, want to miss it. I, I'm going to have to make plans. I'm going to have to change some stuff up. I've got dinner that night, but um, i got to find out what time. Uh, that's yeah. for sure. And make sure I know exactly when you're fighting. Now, here's the other thing is I have not been to a UFC event. I've watched them on TV. I've watched them on pay-per-view. I've Uh, tried uh, from the very beginning to understand it better and get into it. And I can see why it's so entertaining. Why from your perspective?
2: Well, my thing is, well, even watching it on TV and seeing the highlights, it's nothing like watching the actual UFC event live. And the reason why I say that is because it's so much emotion behind every fight, you know, it's so much, uh, I wouldn't even say drama, but just, uh, so much, uh, Electricity, you know, around the fans and everybody just being so, you know, uh, wild up about the fight. And I believe if you went for the first time live, that you would get addicted, that you would be obsessed with going to every uh, UFC event, you know, because every UFC event that they have is sold out and it's for a reason because people love it, you know.
3: Crazy amounts of energy, no doubt. How did you get into it, Joaquin?
2: Uh, how did I get into it, man? That's a that's a long story, but I started back. When uh, I was 18 years old, you know, uh, I was just always passionate about mixed martial arts. And uh, some of my favorite fighters, like George St. Uh, Jackson, Rashad Evans, you know, those are the guys that I looked up to. And I was like, man, I really want to do that. I really want to be that. So, you know, when I turned 18 and I was old enough, uh, I just, you know, looked up a gym, you know, and I went to the first MMA gym I found. And, you you know, I never looked back since.
3: You are considered, I, I, you mentioned a fighter, you are a mixed martial artist. Wouldn't that be appropriate to say that's what you are? Yeah, yeah. Yes, sir. Mixed martial artist, yep. And you mentioned at the age of 18, you're now 28, so 10 years yep. at it. What have you learned over that time uh, about yourself?
2: Uh, well, I mean, by myself, you know, that, 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 that I am a fighter, that I am a martial artist, you know, that I'm in the right field. But just over time, I just learned that, you know, this game is, you know, very difficult to maneuver, you know, with just trying to be a talent, you also got to learn the business. So one thing is I'm trying to separate myself as just being a talent and trying to be a businessman when it comes to, you know, negotiating my contracts and uh, putting myself in a position to uh, really headline some of these cards, you know.
3: You are a middleweight, five eight, one hundred eighty-five pounds at last check uh, for me on your numbers. Uh, you're taking on Chris Curtis. The two of you, I understand, have agreed to stand up and box during this fight. Now, could that morph into something else, or uh, how does that work?
2: It can always morph into something else. Uh, but me and CC didn't make an agreement just to box. You know, we definitely made the agreement to go out there and put on a great show. Okay. You know, and that's a- exactly what I plan on doing. Is I I really want to uh, pull out something that people have never seen before, like I've done before, and uh, just really go out there and and put on a historic fight uh, for
0: the fans, you
3: know? Yeah, go
2: ahead. Yeah, just put on a historic fight, you know, for the fans that they'll never forget. That's that's my plan. That's my game plan.
3: Right, and we don't want to reveal the game plan in case this uh, gets out there, and Chris Curtis can listen to your plans. Like, how do you prepare? For each different opponent. Is it different? How, how are these training camps for you different?
2: Well, you just gotta train up to the style of fighter that you are going up against. So if I'm going up against a wrestler, I will grapple heavy for my training. If I'm going up against a strikers, I will strike heavy for, you know, the game plan just to make sure that my defense is, is well tight and niche and that my footwork is uh is up to par. Uh so you know, the styles make fights in uh mixed martial arts. So and you just have to train for the fighter that you're fighting for. And uh no matter who you're fighting, you know, you just have to look at the the holes that they have and be able to try to expose that uh, in the fight.
3: And I mentioned the height and weight. Was I accurate on that, 5'8", 185? And what do you do to keep that weight? How yeah, do you I'm, cut you weight?
2: Know, I'm, I'm, fi- I'm 5'10 on a good day. Okay. You know? <laughs> But yeah, 185 is the weight class I'm in right now. But I I, I plan on moving down to 170 after this fight. Uh, I'm I'm a worth of weight fighter naturally. The only reason why I moved to 185 for, was for opportunities to fight in the UFC. But now that I showed the UFC exactly what I'm made of and that I'm able to compete at 185, now I'm looking to uh, destroy a lot of guys at 170. You know.
3: Yeah, I understand that. So you also sound great on the radio. I have to say that you have this media uh, skill figured out to this point. I mean, is that something that you enjoy? Do you like doing these interviews? And uh, you've gotten, you know, as far as doing a podcast with Joe Rogan, I mean, that's pretty big.
2: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, man, I love it. To be honest with you, I love to be able just to talk about my craft and, and talk about uh, mixed martial arts because I feel like a lot of people do not understand this sport yet, and we're still in a, de- a de- developmental stage in growing because we're such a young sport. So if I'm able to just, you know, tell people about, you know, about my sport and where I come from and my background, I can educate a lot of people uh, on this game, uh, so I definitely do enjoy the media part. That's sir.
3: Yeah, I think it's important for the athletes, the trainers to talk about the sport, but it's also important for the fans who understand it to be able to explain it to others. Uh, look, those of us that I'm 47 years old, so I grew up on, you know, Mike Tyson and yeah, Evander yeah. Holyfield and boxing and you know, going back to Sugar Ray Leonard and Marvin Hagler and that's what okay. I knew. I like it. Know, okay. That's Good so heard. that's what I grew up with. So that's that's my base, and it's hard sometimes. I think. I mean, do you? I know it's a young audience, but have you seen people my age or older be converted and understand the the beauty of it?
2: Well, I, I believe I have done that myself. You know, I have converted people over to watch mixed martial arts when I explain. You know, a lot of fighters that uh, come from either a boxing background or a kickboxing background or a wrestling background. And I, and I get them to the transition over to like MMA because you get all facets of all different martial arts. So you get to see boxing, you get to see wrestling, you get to see jiu-jitsu and all these different things. And uh, you get to see a different element of a different style of uh, fighting. And be honest with you, it's very exciting because usually when you're watching boxing, you know, you know exactly who's going to win. You know, sometimes. Not all the time, but the majority of the time when you watch a box, know exactly who's going to win the fight. But in MMA, it doesn't work that way because there's so many different tools and so many different uh, skill sets that you can use in order to win a fight that can cause the underdog to to be the the winner, you know. And uh, that's why I love about mixed martial arts. It's very unpredictable. You can never know what's going to happen in a mixed martial arts fight because there's so many things that can happen. That makes sense? Yeah. That's why the thrill of watching a fight is so fun because you just don't know
3: what to expect. I think that's a great point that you just made. I think that's a really good way to look at it is the unpredictability of it, the excitement of it. The best thing about sports is walking into a venue and not knowing what's about to happen. I always say one of my favorite parts of sports, and it goes for any sport just about, is the moment before the competition begins. That's when nobody knows what's about to happen until that bell rings or that first Ball is kicked in the air, or the basketball is tipped in the air, or the first tee shot off number one. You just don't know, you know?
2: You just don't know. <laughs> I
3: That's love that.
2: Man, and I love it. You're yeah, taking so I hope you definitely yeah. come out uh, December 10th and definitely check me out and fight. You know, that ticket is definitely be worth it.
3: Well, I am going to be in Vegas, so I think that this needs to happen. I I, I will track you down. We'll figure it out. Uh, it is December 10th, T-Mobile Arena, Las Vegas, UFC 282. This is Joaquin Buckley, St. Louis, uh, taking on Chris Curtis. It's going to be awesome.
2: Sir. appreciate it, man. Thank
3: you. Thank you very much for the time and the visit on KMOX. Is sports on a Sunday morning. Love that. Thank you, Drew Young, our producer, for setting that up. Uh, coming up next hour, he is waiting outside, and that is Hall of Fame basketball referee Ron Zetcher. He is in studio, and are we going to have some fun talking? I've known Zetch my entire life. He and my dad were great friends. Uh, he's known me since I was born. So <laughs> we're talking about uh, great friends, going to talk some hoops, and he knows Uh, all the legends, and has some great stories, including Bob Knight took a great liking to Ron Zetcher, the referee. That is a rare story right there. That's next on Sports on a Sunday Morning on KMOX, plus the very latest on the college football playoff rankings coming out in a matter of minutes. Okay, picture this.
0: It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it.